Hey, I'm Ant. And I'm Fred. And this is Creator Generation. We take you inside the minds of the world's top video creators and experts to share their tips and stories from working on the world's biggest video platform. Fred, what's happening this week? This week we're chatting to Kat and Haley from the YouTube channel Beauty News. And I'm like, you can't threaten to take us to court. And then when we respond, you just ghost us. Like, this is not Tinder. Like, you can't do this. Beauty News is a beauty channel. Go figure. Very successful, though, with over half a million subscribers and over 80 million views on their YouTube channel alone. Yep. And while they do talk about beauty news, they also have a lot of interesting segments, such as their makeup breakup segment, where they basically destroy makeup. Gets a lot of love, but also a lot of hate. Mm, so we chat to Kat and Haley about what it's like to be a successful beauty creator on YouTube, but being pretty different to the rest. How much love they get from their fans, but also how much hate and how to deal with the haters. Haters are going to hate and potatoes are going to potate. Exactly. Let's get into it. Welcome to Creative Generation. Thank you. Stoked to have you here. We are sitting in a shipping container. It's very we Melbourne are. hipster because we are in Melbourne and we are in a shipping container. It's mad. It's awesome. I want one. If you'd like to watch the video and see what we actually look like, jump onto our YouTube channel, The Creator Generation. Um, Beauty News, the channel itself, is the is the uh, is an OG sort of collaboration, right? Like you yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so it's, just tell us again, how did you guys meet? Uh, we met at a blogger event, mm-hmm. um, probably about a good year and a bit before we started. Came, yeah, yeah, before we started filming Beauty News. Um, and we just became friends and sort of I was at work in my, you know, desk job that I really didn't like and I was just like, oh, I, I'm, I need a podcast to listen to and I really would like more beauty-related podcasts. And so I was thinking about it, I'm like, there's nothing really out there. So this was especially maybe three and a half years ago. And I was just like, why isn't there more people talking about kind of current, like, okay, it's it's pretty superficial, it's beauty makeup releases but you see like the philip defranco's and they're doing all these news segments and you hear all these cool podcasts discussing you know new release movies and i'm like why isn't there anything talking about makeup so because i used to catch up with Haley, and we used to just sit around having a coffee and talk about new things we're interested in and go browser shops yeah, yeah, what's coming out? What do you want to get? This is coming out on thursday. Let's go buy it. You know that kind of thing that i just thought look Haley's a like I like talking to her. We get along really well and we bounce off each other really well. And surprisingly, there's a lot of people in the Melbourne beauty industry, but a lot of them don't know much beyond what they're sent yep. or what's in Priceline. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like searching for new brands, they are very limited. So I was like, no, Haley, like she's got a background in being a makeup artist and she's really into all ranges of makeup. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, well, I'm going to – I called her on the way home from work and I was like, do you want to do this idea? And she's like, yep, I'll be over on Sunday. And yep. that's how it started. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Just went from there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think, awesome. yeah. All right. First video? It was a beauty news episode. Was, yep. Yeah. We actually started the segment on our own channels. We used to film it together and upload it on both our channels and it just was like a fortnightly segment. But people were tuning in just for that and we decided – after about six months of doing that, we may as well start yep. our own channel, and that's how it started. And people, yeah. I guess people understand how much effort goes in just to doing yeah. that, right? That's like it I is was talking so time consuming. How much work is there? Like, what, what, there is what's so much what, work. What you, like, you guys, how many videos a week? Well, we do minimum, minimum three. three on Beauty News. We do our own 
generally two videos each. Um, and then around Christmas, we might ramp it up to sometimes five or six videos. But the Beauty News episode, it's generally... At least an hour long. About an hour long. At, and, on average over a year. And yep. we do have to research, like, um, we look for the new releases. release stuff. Yep. So we, you know, scour, you know, Instagram and all that kind of stuff every day. We do it every day. And then, um, you know, we will sit down and we will we film, do it it? This, film it. We'll, we did it this morning. Editing takes a long time. You actually have to, like, edit the photos to be the right size. And we might have – I think today we had 165 Shh, photos. Don't tell me. She's doing <laughs> it tomorrow. tomorrow's problem. Um, and then just editing down, like, two hours of footage into maybe an hour or just under and then layering over videos or photos. Yep. Um, it takes me probably – Anywhere from, if it's a if it's a quick episode, maybe four or five hours. If it's a long one, more like sometimes eight hours. So we like to say that you know, with everything that we do for a beauty news episode, which is our Friday, just our Friday videos, it's at least twenty to twenty five hours of work combined. That well, no, we yeah. we you know like, we, we share the load, yeah, yeah. but it's about that's how many hour, man hours it takes to create easy. So, you know, there's we we film everything ourselves. We do have some help with editing. That's mm-hmm. only more recent and that's generally the makeup breakup yep. episodes. Because they were I got so burnt out with the yeah, makeup breakup episodes. I got to the point where I was like we either need to do something or I can't do this anymore because it gets to the point where like I I couldn't even I couldn't even look at the footage. I was like I can't do this anymore it's so bad yeah Um, i think our content isn't isn't fast content no our content takes a while and like we we haven't done one in a while but we used to also do these um (laughs) these these segments that we would like how many swatches so a swatch (laughs) is if you like like a color swatch but with makeup it's a way to demonstrate like how the makeup looks on your skin so you might like with a blush or a lipstick you might put on your skin you go okay yeah that's what it looks like that's how it um, we used to see like how many swatches in a, a lipstick or how many swatches in an eyeshadow and we would be there for like four or five hours swatching, wiping it off, swatching and then all of a sudden you have to take and we have two different camera angles for those videos take like, you know, four hours of footage four hours, times two yeah, times and then two. you'd have to somehow turn that into like a ten minute video so th- our content is is labour intensive so we do find it hard to want to sit down and be like oh i'll get emails done today yeah because i'm like no i've got all this other shit to do and i'm i'm busy yeah and also you've got to remember that um being self-employed on youtube great job nobody telling you what to do love it um but you still have a life yeah like you've still got friends who need attention family um probably kids to look after you've got a house that needs to be cleaned, errands that need to be run. It's no different to, like, anyone else's life. Um, Many people go to a nine-to-five job, they come home in the evening, might do a couple of errands, chill out, relax. Weekend, they go out, see family, do laundry, stuff like that. It is exactly the same as YouTube, except when you are working at home and there is no one to say, right, we clock off now, because you're only getting paid nine to five Monday to Friday. Sometimes you're sitting up until two, three in the morning mm-hmm. editing a video because you're like, this, is this has to go. Yeah, this yeah. has to go live in two hours. Like, yeah, that's bleh. happened many times. It's, yeah. Our and first two years yeah. were we were very, working, very labour intensive. We were working seven days a week, and it got to the point that if I wanted to have like a Saturday night free to, you know, go to a friend's birthday or something, I'd get up at like. 
seven a.m. because I'm like, shit, I've got five hours of editing I need yep. to do. So yeah, it it is it is you sort of get look you turn something that was a hobby like I used to work full time and I used to do YouTube on the weekends we used to film on the weekends and I used to edit in the evenings after dinner and then all of a sudden you turn that into your job it not only takes up your day but you still continue the habits that you formed when it was your hobby mm-hmm. and so it really took us a couple of years of getting burnt out absolutely to be like yep. wait 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 this is we need yep. to work smarter not harder absolutely and even when like I remember it was over a year ago Kat said to me we need to start working smarter yeah. not harder and it probably <laughs> it's probably only now that we're really yeah. in that groove really well where we don't do much work on the weekends when it comes to beauty mm. news like that's our free time and we try not to work too late in the evening sometimes we have to sometimes you know we might want to put a video up very very last minute and I'm like right I'm going to go home now I'm going to edit it you'll be ready to proof watch it we'll put it up tomorrow morning so sometimes we still do that but we do it now much smarter we yeah, don't and it's it's by choice not because that's how we were operating because that's how we were operating we were we were yeah. we yeah. were we were terrible. And, and we also got into the sort of habit of more videos are better. Oh, God, and then, don't and do And then it. you start realising, no, that's actually just a way to burn out and If you yourself. leave this podcast with any, any gem of advice, more is never, ever better. <laughs> For people who haven't watched the channel before... You're not a stereotypical no, no. beauty channel. No, my friends, we are not. Um, <laughs> you're both beautiful ladies. <laughs> oh, thank you. Stella Good makeup, answer. I can tell. Um, <laughs> um, but you, you, you know, if someone's sitting at home listening to this, yep. and if they're hopefully watching it, they, they um, and watching your channel, they'll realize very quickly. Not getting glamorous tutorials no. from us. Yeah. So, no, no. and you talked about the authenticity before. What, what do you? Why? What is it that you do differently? And and why? And, and well, I think I think it's different because a lot of people want to be like beauty influencers and they want to do the brand trips and they want the glamorous selfies and all that kind of stuff, which I feel like we're getting too old for. We're in our 30s and we don't yeah, care. Yeah, I can't be bothered. But, um, I'm too tired. Yeah, <laughs> let me be in my pyjamas all day. Yeah. Um, no, but I think um, – so we started it like the idea of doing something a bit different and it was, it was purely like – additional thing to our own channels like we do review makeup on our own channels and we do we're still very opinionated but whatever um and it was sort of like we wanted to create a a content that wasn't there that we that I was looking for and that wasn't there and so we started with beauty news episodes and sort of have been sort of expanding on that but because we started very Okay, we started very Australian, mm. and a lot of people don't understand that. But we're very critical. We're quite loud. We're a little bit crass. We might exaggerate things, mm. and we sort of originally resonated with other Australians that were like, "Okay, you actually seem like normal people. You're not like the hey guys, da da yeah. da 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 da. Like you're like, you know, talking like we're normal not, people. We're not trying to put on a farce about being like perfect with perfect hair and perfect yeah. makeup and you know yeah but yeah. also like we had a lot of experience through blogging and our own channels that we had you know used a lot of makeup and we were like okay this is not worth the money this is skip this it's boring try this instead so we were sort of really really blunt and very honest and so we've tried to keep that because we knew that that was even though it has hindered us a lot oh yeah a lot um that's true to who we are yes. and we started it 
you know, starting this news segment where we're talking about new releases. And we're not just listing off new releases. We give our opinion on it. Like, did Maybelline have to release this? No. no it's boring. <laughs> you did it last year. Who gives a shit? Moving yeah. on. So, you know, we sort of do that kind of thing. And so it means that we're very um, unpopular with brands. Oh, but yeah. consumers really appreciate someone that has tried a lot and has got has a lot of experience with um, buying makeup, receiving PR, using um, makeup, using makeup, and yeah. you know giving an honest sort of unfiltered um, opinion on it. So that's what we've sort of maintained. But um, I think that sort of helped us build our core yeah. following. In one way, it has helped us, and in another way, it has hindered us. So our honesty and being a little bit more raw and not your run of the mill beauty channel. Um, has helped us to build a subscriber base that is dedicated and trusts us. Yeah. They, you know... And we don't take that lightly. No, we don't. And we don't rant and rave about products too often. The raving, when it happens... is genuine. It's genuine and it is good for the product sales. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. And we have heard that feedback. But then you have the bad side of that, the fact that brands don't really like it because they can't see a way for it to easily fit into their marketing strategy basically which is fair which is totally fair it's totally fair i understand if maybelline doesn't want us to do a foundation review that might result in us saying it's nice but it doesn't last 14 hours for example it's not the idea of reviews though it is the exact idea of reviews but we've stayed true to the idea of reviews. Yes. Whereas um, the way that the beauty industry online has become so massive and you get these, you know, James Charles and, you know... Jeffree Star. Yeah, yeah, these massive creators that make multi-millions of dollars a year. They, they learn how to work in sponsorships and brand deals and whatnot into that content. And I think that's why, um, especially even just you know, ads on, on YouTube, people love the beauty community because the people that are watching are big consumers mm. and they are, are there to learn about products. They're not there to hear a story. They're there to learn about what am I buying next. And so I think a lot of people can take advantage of that or take advantage of their following and really capitalise on that, okay. whereas we have sort of we're, – we're very stubborn people. Yeah. And we've decided not to do that and we just – yeah, we still stick by. Yeah. So when you say brand, do you mean – Beauty brands yeah. Yeah. in working in a very um, traditional way yeah, pay you to use your use their product, yeah, and say nice and create things. content around it, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay. So with YouTubers, obviously there's the ad revenue, but a, another big part of um, income, as especially as you got bigger, is brand deals, and mm-hmm. it sounds yes. like you're locked off from a lot of those. Brands. Yeah, we've done zero yeah. brand deals, yeah. zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think you're building something that will have longer value, longer term value, or? I would, I would say yes yeah. because I feel like credibility lasts longer than just a cash grab. Yeah. Like, you know, you see people that talk about, you know, when you do take a sponsorship and you sort of sell a piece of your soul, even if it's a genuine sponsorship that you get something you believe in and I, I, I would take it if it's something I actually believe in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I feel like every time you take a sponsorship, you're sort of eroding your credibility a little bit and – that only lasts short term. Mm. But if you keep your credibility long term, I think you do build something that's more valuable um, than, you know, trying to make a quick buck. Mm. So who, who wouldn't you take a sponsorship from? 
Mm. One of the many brands that have threatened to sue us. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 So you've been threatened oh, yeah, yeah. three times. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not going to mention any names only because we probably won't. You'll have to bleep them out. No, I won't talk about it. No, we do um, because we're very One vocal. of them was massive. Yeah, like one's big. One's massive. A big yeah, but, um, you know, probably we're averaging one a year. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. And what do you, what do you do? Um, look, a lot of people like to assume that because I used to be a lawyer, then I can handle it myself. I can't. I know nothing about that sort of those yeah, areas. Yeah. But I know a legal threat when I see one, mm. and I know not to back down. So yeah. we usually write a well-worded letter back. Mm-hmm. Very good because legal issues are usually what get creators completely unstuck and freaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. Which actually, is fair. It's, it's, it's scary. totally fair. It's totally fair. It is scary. You know, you get like a copyright strike and sometimes they're uh, warranted, sometimes they're not. But no matter what, when they come through, when you get that email, it's scary. Yeah. And like I, I've dealt with a lot of them. Um, I She's deal with, very naughty. Oh, I'm a very bad girl <laughs> on the YouTubes. Uh, <laughs> but like... You know, I've had a couple on my video for music. Music is the most common one. You know, like um, you'll use uh, royalty-free music and then the artist will sign with an MCN and suddenly... They're trying to claim it. Yeah, they're trying to claim it. Then you can can try and fight that sort of stuff. Um, And I've dealt with them on Beauty News, similar things. Um, And I think... If you know the system and how it works, um, you have a bit of a better idea, a bit more confidence. Um, and if you know that you're entitled to use the content legally, then, you know, go ahead and fight it. But I think but it's scary. It is scary. But I think yeah. what people need to realise is that a lot of the things that people are trying to um, threaten you with, they're, they're not actually justified. They're just trying yeah. to scare you mm. into yeah. doing what yeah. they want you to do. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I think... You know, copyright strikes, you can sort of learn and learn not to use, you know, music that's got royalties and stuff. Um, So you sort of learn through that process. But when it comes to, like, a legal letter from, like, a lawyer, um, you know, if you have access to, like, your family's lawyer or something, get it, check it it over. But most of the time they're just trying to scare you. And and that's what you have to sometimes trust yourself that what you're doing is not wrong and um, tell them where to go. (laughs) <laughs> I remember we ended a letter with uh, We don't have time for this shit <laughs> But it was a really like It was a really it was like b- long Like legal letter And then we're just like Nah, fuck you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Awesome Yeah, yeah it was funny yeah. Wow. We just had to, you know Pepper a little bit of Cat and Haley. Yeah, in there we did yeah. Be like Fuck yeah! So it started with the who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was pretty yeah. much really. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Yeah. It's actually. It's a. It's an. In, yeah. It's. It's a good story, but we probably get ourselves in more. No, we, we actually oh, did no, a video did. about we it. We did. It. Well, we did a video about it. Then we did a follow up podcast on yeah, it, and it, it was. It was interesting. How did they like that? that but they didn't respond. They didn't. And then look, I remember at the time I was so used to. Because like, they were actually threatening to take us to court 
And I'm yeah. like, you can't threaten to take us to court and then when we respond, you just ghost us. Like, this is not Tinder. Like, you can't do this. So, so I actually followed up, like, you know, I refer to my email of da 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 date um, you know, just checking on the progress. And they didn't reply to that. So we called them. <laughs> we so we called them. We're like, I put on loudspeaker. And we're like, oh, I just want to speak to blah, 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 lawyer regarding blah, blah, blah matter. Uh, he didn't take it well. No, but the background was... of that actually is, I'm not going to give the brand and everything. He was a family member of the brand and he shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah. So I think he, he could have got into a lot of ethical issues and he was getting his back up. And, and I'm like, Oh, he wait. was getting very upset with us. Yeah, he was. And I was like, wait, I've, I've been a lawyer and I don't take – this kind of stuff as personally as he's taking. What the hell? And then we looked into it and we're like, oh, you're upset because you were doing some naughty things and you're related to them. The brand picks a fight with you. You guys fight back and they back down. And you follow them down the street yeah, going, we did. what a go, mate. What <laughs> yeah, we, did. We, we did. We did. That's exactly what yeah. we did. And then we and then we're like, oh, look. Oh, that's we're, such an Aussie thing too. That's <laughs> we really did. terrible. We're like a dog with a bone. We're like, come on, go on, mate. What? What? Yeah. It's, it's an interesting area the, um, the, of a team dynamic, especially when there are two YouTubers working together. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked to some creators a couple of weeks ago and um, what's made them last so long is that team dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's it's an interesting thing for you guys because you guys are very close and creatively bounce off each other really well, which you see some people, it just blows up in their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good to have a friend who understands what you're going through and also, you know, good work ethic over here. She puts in... That, that's puts in where a, we do meet. Like, yeah, we do. We do yeah. really well. You yeah. know, everything is 50-50. We balance it out really well. So it's good. Yeah, and I, I think also, um, like, I, I think we're, we're lucky we found each other because... <laughs> This is, it's a weird experience and it's hard to relate to a lot of other people that haven't dealt with it. But when you go from a smaller channel that is a nice little bubble of everyone's really supportive and you don't get much criticism and mm. not too much hate and you just kind of do your own thing as a hobby and then you all of a sudden almost overnight grow it reasonably big, it's really hard to deal with that on your own. Like mm. I think I've, I've said many times if it was just my channel that got as big as it did and we... I think it was literally in two weeks we went from having maybe um, 700 or 1,000 followers to having like 20,000 and then 50,000 and 100,000. So that that was just staggered by weeks and months. Like it happened pretty quickly. If I was going through that on my own, I would have deleted the channel because it's really stressful mm. and it's so hard to deal with all that hate and especially our content is pretty controversial and if you're – you know, really lusting after a palette and then you see someone on the internet breaking it. People get get really angry. They get so angry. So if I had to deal with that by myself, I would have just been like, delete this video, turn off comments, I don't care, it's not worth it. But the fact that we dealt with it together, it sort of diffuses the feeling and Mm. taking it so personally. Yeah, it's like like having a, a work colleague who understands the social dynamics at work when there's drama going on. Or a really crappy boss you're yeah, dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you've got someone that you can talk to. So that's really nice. And I think um, when you are going through that sort of that up curve with YouTube, it can be quite shocking because you might not realise just how vicious people can be. But, um, yeah, it's nice to have someone to who understands. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about hate, because I think that's going to... I reckon oh, we, yeah. we need to address Look, how that how you deal with hate. We could do a whole video um, on that. <laughs> it it sounds pretty simple just to go ballistic then on YouTube. So it probably it's not. No, and we know it's not. But how? What's like? What's your? You know, your guys' 
what's your journey with that with beauty news like you sort of that overnight success you sort of mentioned but what what brought that growth trajectory well that was the first episode of the makeup breakup yeah yeah that video i think so what's that so it's our series where we investigate yeah investigate <laughs> look closer at releases and makeup by you know breaking them apart mm. and it's sort of like you know what's inside that kind of thing, but for makeup. Yeah. And some people really like it because it's visually appealing. It's like they call it visual ASMR. Like they really like seeing, you know, like there's a whole thing on Instagram with people cutting soap these days. Yeah. It's the same kind of concept. Like it relaxes Except people. Cut makeup. Yeah. You know, yeah. cut lipsticks, you dig out highlighters and whatever it might be. And some people really like, some people, you, you get a lot of comments of people saying, I don't wear makeup and I'm a guy and I don't. I don't, I don't care about makeup at <laughs> yeah. all, but I find this really relaxing. So, yeah. you know, so you've got that. Then you've got people that will click on anything that seems shocking mm. and you do – and that's where you get a lot of the hate watchers. They're like, this angers me, so I'm going to watch it. And then you get people that are genu- genuinely, like, curious about, okay, is there a deficit in the weight of this product and yeah. or why is this, you know, advertised as X but it's actually Y – and so you get a whole variety of people watching. Yeah. Um, so you get some people that love it. You get some people that just find visual appeal out of it. And then you get people that love to hate watch it. Yeah. So we do get a lot of hate. We, yeah. I think we get a surprising amount of hate. But, but the thing that, like, the thing that made our channel take off, it was just a highlighter. Yeah. And it was a black highlighter, as in black in colour. So when you put it on your skin, it, it looked a bit like a grey lead pencil. You know, when you're in primary school, you write with grey lead, it gets on your hand and it looked like that. And they'd been showing up in the mail when they were being delivered and they were broken and people were, like, speculating about why it was happening. And we were like, let's just cut it open and have a look. It, it's a highlighter. They can be a little bit fragile. Yeah, but it was it was like fun to do, and I think a lot of people found it fun to watch. And yeah. um, I like I agree with you. The topic and the brand that we yeah. the brand that we were featuring is um, Jeffrey Star. He's like yeah. well Very known, popular. And, you know, and, um, in the beauty community, yeah, and, and he was huge on MySpace. Yeah, back so, in the day. so he's quite a controversial person. But whenever people post about him, mm. often you know the videos do well. But um, yeah, no, we went from having videos that I think every every video was getting maybe on average 700 views mm. and then all of a sudden I remember checking back and I was like, why does this one have 4,500? And, mm. and then I'll check back in the afternoon I'm like, why is it 7,000? What's going on? <laughs> and then like, I check back the next day and I'm like, it's at 20,000. And then all of a sudden it was getting to a point where it was getting like 20,000 views an hour. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And then within two weeks it got we a million views. So it was our first sort of viral video i remember sitting on messenger doing voice chats and i'm like saying to kat it's getting twenty thousand views an hour watching the real time and i'd never seen anything like that and i was like what the what's going on but also at the same time watching the comments come in (laughs) and just being like oh god i don't know is is this worth it no (laughs) (laughs) no So I think the combination of creating a piece of content that was a little bit unique, um, a little bit controversial and based around a product that was also popular at the time was just a really nice little like trio of box ticked. So, yeah. Look, all our successful videos are makeup breakup episodes. Yeah. Um, And annoyingly, most of our successful ones, like the ones that have had I don't know, 5 million views or something, um, were all sort of 
they uh, were they were mistakes. They were huge mistakes. Yeah. Um, they were unexpected. No, they weren't mis- mistakes. They were unexpected gems. Let's call it that. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. the ones that we were excited for and we're like, okay, this is going to be really good. Yeah. They've all flopped. Yeah. But all the ones that we're like, oh, this is some. Yeah. A lot of the videos that have done super well were videos that we sort of filmed spur of the moment. We didn't put much effort into and we just put them up as like, whatever content. content. Yeah. Well, and, why, why um, do you think that is? Um, I seriously have no idea. Sometimes... The ones that we don't expect to do well, I think they don't do – or they, we don't expect them to do well because we're not super interested in the product or we already know what the outcome is going to be or something like that. But other people are surprised to see it or the product is, like, really visually appealing. Yeah, that's often – like, the thumbnail yeah. often captures people. Yeah. But I also found that probably about 18 months ago now – um, we started our Instagram page mm. and we started by putting little clips of our past videos and then they didn't get many views on our Instagram page but I found that a lot of other people re-gramming them. Mm. All of a sudden these videos were getting millions and millions of views and we weren't even getting credited. <laughs> and then online magazines started picking up the trend and mm. we're like, is this a new trend? And so I think when that sort of happened and that happened over a couple of months – all the videos we were uploading in that time got a lot more traction from random news sources. So it was it was random. And then we uploaded a Jeffree Star video. Yeah, true. <laughs> it was funny though because I remember at the time, I remember I was Christmas shopping with my mum yeah. and I was just like, oh my God. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, it's going to sound weird, mum, but we're getting bombarded with hate because of this and this and yeah. this. But I remember at the time as well, I tried to – deal with a lot of it because Hayley had never experienced it before. On my own channel, I had a video that at the time, I think it only had maybe 100,000 views. But for me, that was like heaps. And I did deal with a bit of criticism on that. So I sort of, you know, if you experience it, you sort of... You You build a a little bit of a a tougher skin. Yeah, you do. And so I felt like I dealt with that. I, I sort of knew what was coming. And so I was like, Hayley, just don't look at the comments today. I'll deal with it. But I remember it even got to the point where because they were so vile, it put all we didn't want to turn off comments because I know that that's like the death of a video. Mm. But we put all comments for review. They had to be held for review. So if there were people that were, you know, I'm not going to repeat some of the comments. Yeah, but if they were really vile, I'll just delete them. I'm like, I don't – no one needs to see your crap, so yeah. – um, and so I was going through every couple of hours hundreds of comments. And, and I would say more than half of them were, were nasty comments. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. So I, I, de- I dealt with a lot of that and I was trying to shield Hayley. And, yeah, and I, then, then at the end she kind of, you know, helped out a bit yeah. when she got used to it. Yeah. Because that was going but for it, a few weeks. It is a bit shocking. And, I, I, like, I remember going through this and Kat saying, I'm trying to, like, protect you a little bit. And I'm like, oh, she's such a sweetheart. Because I remember when I first started seeing them, I was like, oh, this guy's just an asshole. Like, these people have got problems. Who leaves a comment like that on a YouTube video? And then the days, like, went on and on. And I'm like, oh, God, a lot of people leave comments like that on mm-hmm. YouTube videos. They, like, there's some assholes out there. Um, and it does, you know, you start off being like, it doesn't affect you. And you're like, no, I'm a confident person. I know who I am. I'm like, I'm fine. And then it starts to, it's it's almost like, um, 
I don't it wears know. Away. If you wash your hands too often, yeah. they start to get sore and sore and sore over time, you know. Um, and then it, it's kind of like, you know what, I, I'm not even looking at these comments. The internet's just full of assholes. The world's full of assholes. Everyone's yeah. an asshole. Look, I'm going to bed. I am going to tell you, though, like one thing that I've learned from YouTube, <laughs> and she does do that often. I do. <laughs> I'm done. I, yeah, yeah, I'm off. To bed. Off yeah. to bed. Um, no, one thing that's actually sad about having our channel is that I think I'm a lot more sceptical of people. Yeah. Because I used it, to think, Oh, people are good and they yeah. they mean well. Mm. But after reading probably hundreds of thousands of nasty comments about us as people, mm. I'm like, no, people aren't that nice no. and I have to be... So um, uh, you've obviously built up a resistance. Oh, to, yeah, absolutely. And what, yeah. would you, what would you say is the best tip to, to do that? Um, Patience. Look, yeah, unfortunately I found that I still catch myself like being surprised at how offended I get at some comments. I feel like if you are... Pre- once you've go, you go through it and you go, okay, if I'm going to do this this way or say this or give this opinion, it's going to spark some reaction. You sort of say it knowing that it's going to do that and you sort of expect it. Okay. When you start seeing it, you're like, oh, there you are. Hello. Um, but things that catch you off guard, that's the things that sort of uh, always surprise me. Like if someone gets really offended over the smallest thing, like I remember one time, we got an email. Oh, God. We got an email. Um, so Haley's background is she's a makeup artist mm-hmm. and she was talking about – we're talking about lip liners. Yep. And this – Jeffree Star was bringing out lip liners and he was making them sharpenable so they're more hygienic for makeup artists. Yep. And Haley was saying that's great so you don't spread cold sores. We got an email from someone detailing about how they felt – um, attacked because they suffer from the disease that is cold sores and how dare we shame them it's it, like I struggle every day and I when I found out I was sobbing and it wasn't my fault and like all these things you just go oh my god you can't even tell people to be careful I not can't to share even pencils. talk about how a sharpenable pencil is actually the best type to have yeah because if you if your friend uses it and then you take it back. You can sharpen it, spray it with isopropyl alcohol, and it will be sanitized. And you don't have to be concerned about spreading yeah. contagious so, diseases. So basic things like that. When it catches you off guard, that's when I get a little bit shocked. But and it, and it and they do still happen, but less and less because the more yep. you see and the more you put out there and the more feedback you get, the more you sort of predict what people are going to get yeah. upset about. Yeah. And, it, and if you say things knowing that they're going to be upset, then you bring it. it in. It's on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, I think what I tend to do a lot, if I'm if we have a video that's kind of going a bit feral, um, I like to take myself out to see a movie yeah. and just like not yeah. look at my phone all day. Yeah, that's what I, I. You just have to step away. Yeah, I think like initially it's very shocking when you do have a lot of hate coming your way and it's starting to like get you down. It's important to remember that they don't know you, and actually what they're saying doesn't really have any merit. It, just strangers on the internet who gives a shit um but that's that's a hard part to keep reminding yourself about Mm -hmm. over time you will like develop a thicker skin um and if you are finding it's getting you down like talk to your mum I say talk to your mum because your mum loves you no matter what and even if you're like strangers are being mean to me on the internet she's not gonna say anything that's really like going to make you feel worse whereas your friends will be like turn off the comments and you're like well you can't do that because it's video suicide um 
Yeah, talk to your mum because she loves you. And over time, it, it just gets better and better. Yeah. Does it and help to talk to each other about it? Yeah, that's yes. what I was going to say. Like, I think the blessing and the reason why we've continued doing the series, even yep. though we copped a lot of shit for it, was that every day, and probably to this yep. very day. We do. We talk we every talk, single day. And even if we've both got really busy days yeah. and it's not a work day, um, at least at the end of the day, we'll be like, okay, so this, this, and this happened, and this happened, and I took care of this. Or I'll send screenshots. I'm like, yeah. look at this person. <laughs> yeah. Do I yeah. reply? There do is I do? always at least some form of contact that happens within a day. Sometimes it's all day. Yeah, sometimes so, it's all day. And sometimes it's just in the evening. Yeah, we're, we're those people that sort of voice chat each other on, on um, Facebook. So we'll just you'll just see like these audio... <laughs> audio uh, tracks yeah, back and forth. And it's just like, Hayley... And it's just me complaining about something and then she, you know, and you get to vent. But one thing I noticed that was really good about having two people in the videos is that when I would get really negative feedback about me or comments or abuse or whatever it is, um, normally I would take it really like personally. But when I started seeing them about Hayley, I'm like, that's not Hayley at all. Like, what are you talking about? She's like one of the nicest people, a little bit scary, one of the (laughs) nicest people ever. And I was like, no, this is not Hayley. How how dare you say that about yeah. my good friend? Yeah. And so it made it sort of and put it into perspective. I, when I come along and see that comment, I see that someone's backing me up and that person knows me. That person works with me. Like we talk every day. She knows me yeah. probably better than my blood sister. Yeah. You know, like so when you see someone who knows you and loves you and cares for you and is very close to you and they're backing you up, that's really good. And actually, this is something that I love about your events that you do and I think it's great that you're bringing like creators together because not everyone's going to start a channel with a friend Mm -hmm. but if you have the opportunity to go out and meet other YouTubers in your city or your town go like seriously go and try to make friends try to find someone who looks like they might be someone you would hang out with or potentially like Facebook friend and then you can chat back and forth because having someone who understands what you're going through is invaluable. Mm-hmm. Like you need you need that. If you if your YouTube channel is going to take off at some stage, you need a support system because yeah. it's going to do your head in. Yeah, and also trying to talk to people that don't understand, you you can tell they don't understand. They're yep. like, "Oh. Oh, that sucks." And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, okay. And you just know you can't get more yeah. from them. So, yeah. yeah, being able to talk to someone about it that's in a similar situation is is really good. And before we go on, let's just take a quick break to talk about something very special. Yep. Shameless plug time. We haven't just created a podcast here for creator generation, right, Fred? No, we have also created an app to go along with it. And the reason for that is that we wanted to grow the creator community and bring them all together. So the app can let you connect to creators all around the world, as well as give you access to extra content to make you even better at what you do. Totally. And we've made this thing available both on iPhone through the App Store and for Android through Google Play. It's free. And uh, go ahead, jump on there, check it out, join the creator generation with us. You also have a really strong fan base. Oh, yeah. And the people who like you awesome. really like <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, do, I've yeah. seen them at events and they yeah. really yeah, they, love yeah. you. Yeah. I've seen, I, I met one on the train just the other day mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, we, yeah, we do. And it's, it's really bizarre. Like, you sort of 
if you're a YouTuber, you work sort of in isolation or with a friend or whatever it is, and you sort of sometimes forget that the people that are watching are actually people. Mm. Um, and yep. it sometimes shocks you because you just see numbers. I just go, okay, stats, yeah, numbers, it's whatever. All analytics. Yeah, but when you get letters and when you get people come up and talk to you, and, um, you know, at an event, at the Geelong event, we had a really lovely girl come up to us and she was talking about how our episodes helped her um, dealing with cancer. Mm. And it, I was just like, how do you how do you even fathom that when you're creating the content? It's it's bizarre. But yeah, we do. We do have some I think we get a really good um core fan base because Yeah, I uh, agree. We I'm not I'm not going to cry. Oh, she <laughs> cries all the time. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we've had a few experiences with our fan base who have reached out and like told us things that have happened in their lives and how we impacted them in a positive way. Um, some that come to mind without like giving up people's private information is um, actually we get this a lot, emails, messages and comments about people who have um, anxiety or depression of some sort or um, really bad insomnia and they'll put on our videos, our beauty news videos because they're long form and they don't even watch them. Mm. Just put them on, put the playlist on, um, have them like autoplay and just listen to our voices. And look, I don't know how that works for them because sometimes we're screaming and swearing in these <laughs> videos. But True. They, they've got to a point where they watch us and they obviously they connect with us in a way that feels like we're friends. And we've received letters, emails, packages, like in person mm-hmm. spoken to people and they've told me things and it just it makes me it makes me cry i've cried on camera countless times True. over the letters mm-hmm. of people saying i love you so much because of x and you helped me with oh sorry sorry mike uh <laughs> you helped me with x and i'm like i didn't do shit i didn't do shit i just sat here and created content with my friend and uploaded it on youtube and somehow this has improved your life. I've what have I done? Yeah, like, but when you're saying like, hey, why do you continue? It's things like it's that. It's stuff when you, like when that. When you get yeah. those sort of like glimmers of like yeah. the gems out there that really do appreciate what you do, you kind of go, how how can I stop? Yeah. Like, why uh, would I stop? Why would you? We yeah. we enjoy creating the content, yeah. um, and you know we enjoy having the the discussions and the feedback with those people. Yeah. Um, not everyone comments, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do have a really a really good core. It was an interesting thing. Uh, Robert Kintle, second in charge of YouTube, wrote a book recently, and he and it was an interesting stat. And I'm like, it's a little bit wrong, but he said about, especially with young people, he said um, there was a, there was a huge number, uh, I think it was around forty percent, who felt that YouTube knew them better than their family and friends, mm. and they felt that connection. Yeah. And like sixty percent of them had like a life changing moment in terms of the, the, the communication they got back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From uh, a YouTuber, and yep. that really sticks with them. That's why that authenticity is so mm. is so important. Yeah. But you can see that obviously from what you're saying, how that that absolutely comes through. You know, people are they hear you say something and they're like, yeah. "Wow." Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because you know, there's two of us, and we're really good friends. So we we were friends before we started, and then we became like best friends throughout this process. So we sit down and literally have a drink or a frozen Coke like we had today yeah. and we sit down and we talk about new releases and we, we discuss them like we're having a conversation at a mm. cafe. And that's where I think people sort of resonate with us because they go, okay, it's like they're there 
yeah. having mm. a conversation. It's not just like a traditional YouTuber where you're talking at a camera. Mm. We're actually talking amongst each other. Mm. So yeah. um, a lot of people, sometimes you'll go, they'll come up and they'll go, oh, I feel like I know you and it's weird because I know you don't know me and and you just, you go, oh, it's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, how's things? So, you know, it, it is, I think it's a different dynamic because there's two of us yeah, who are we, good we friends. We have that, that benefit of the chemistry on camera and also, you know, visually showing people that there is a connection here and the third person is literally watching on a screen and for us the third person is the camera and that third person is actually 500,000 people for us. Mm. So I think that is the benefit of having a channel with a friend if you have really good banter um, and you also have the support system. So, you know, it is, it's Mm -hmm. good. But I remember we uh, did a live video in Sydney after Brandcast. Yeah. Uh, You know, we're a bit bit tipsy and uh, we decide to do a live video and jump on Tinder. It was on Haley's Tinder though. Yeah, it was on. Yeah, Yeah. I know. And uh, we're swiping, swiping, and someone's like, (gasps) that's my cousin. And I'm like, (laughs) Does anyone ever recognize you on Tinder from anything you've done on YouTube? No. No. Look, I haven't been on Tinder, but the funny thing about it was we used to go to these events and we sometimes still see him, um, this photographer that takes photos at events. And one day, it was actually at Darren's birthday, um, <laughs> we were playing on Haley's because we only activate our Tinder when we're out drinking yeah. and we think it's funny. So we're like, oh, Haley, oh, Haley. And then all of a sudden, we came across this photographer. Oh, that's and we were just like. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Tinder's no joke. I met my wife on Tinder. There you go. Well, we're, not, you oh, go. we're not saying no, it's a joke. I'm definitely not anti-Tinder at all. Um, <laughs> I have <laughs> I had bad experiences personally. Yeah. Uh, being turned down by Ben was very offensive to me. Also, being turned down <laughs> by true. our friend. He swiped like. Yeah. No how, how dare? Person. How dare he? I, I had words with him when I saw him at an event. <laughs> he comes in. He's like, "Beautiful ladies, let me take your photo." I'm like, "We need to have a discussion, <laughs> I'd mate." Love to see the photos. <laughs> From that so beautiful back then, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. Um, we also have another friend, uh, Simon. We call him the Wall because he's a big, tall, yeah, super muscly, uh, like muscly guy. And uh, no, he I calls s- himself the Wall. <laughs> yeah, yes. he does actually. He does. That, that's really fair. That is fair. Well, we just call him uh, Simon. <laughs> yeah, we do. We actually do. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, you know. We're like Simon. He, we call him the Wall, and then. A little bit later, someone would be like, wait, no, we don't call him the wall. He, he wanted that to catch on and yeah. he never did. Well, yeah. it clearly did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we saw him on there once. No, maybe I saw him Yeah. and we weren't yeah. playing. T- I, I don't use Tinder. I don't use Tinder. Anyway, uh, I swiped right because I'm like, he's my friend. I And if he sees me on there, I want him to be like, oh, there's Hayley. Ha-ha. He swiped left, the bastard. Ooh. Yeah. that's Yeah. But I, I have to say, I'm glad that we're not on dating apps while our channel has become bigger. Because oh, that yeah. would be awkward as fuck. Would not recommend. <laughs> I can't even be on a train without someone being like, Hi. Are you no. like, yeah. These days, um, yeah. I go out quite often without makeup on because I'm in a rush. I'm tired. Can't be I've got to get shit done. I'll be like, look, I just need a couple of things from Chadston. The fashion capital. I'm going to go down with no makeup on, and I'm like, oh, I'll just duck into Sephora because there is one thing I want to check out. This episode brought to you by Sephora. Yeah, (laughs) I wish. But yeah, you know, I'll go out somewhere, and 
three or four people will be like, oh my God, I watch you and Kat on YouTube. And I'm like, I'm so glad you caught me on the day where I've had like two hours sleep and I'm actually wearing half pyjamas, half real clothes. I haven't brushed my hair, nor am I wearing makeup. So it always happens. Happens all the time. Yeah, it does. It's good times. I love it. Uh, Hayley always tells me stories of when she's either going through drive through <laughs> at McDonald's and people have stopped her for photos and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. So has there yeah. been an extra crazy reaction? It's like, oh, oh my God. Um, and a meltdown? No, just awkward. No. Just some awkward interactions. Like you're walking through the shops and all of a sudden someone's like, Oh my god! Actually, shit. Yes, I had a, I had the weirdest, weirdest experience. Mm. Okay, so I was it the one with your nan? It was the one with my nan. So my nan, bless her soul, she loved a cheeky McDonald's, and every now and then I would take her with my mum to McDonald's. So I take her down to Macca's and. I look, I'm visiting my nan. I don't look great. It's about nan, not about how I look. Um, and I'm sitting there and we're eating our McDonald's and my nan is half deaf, half blind. She doesn't know what's going on. She's just like, get me a Big Mac. Um, so we're sitting there and I notice I'm facing the window. My nan is facing me and I notice these three girls walk past and then they like stop and double back and they're looking at me and they're like... Like looking through the McDonald's window. Yeah, and like <laughs> covering their mouth and speaking yeah. to each other. And, and I'm, I'm like, what are they looking at? And they come in and I'm facing the door when they come in and I can hear them like, oh my God, I think that's her. Oh my God, is that her? Oh my God. And they're all whispering amongst themselves but walking past at the same time and I'm like... Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. And um, my bloody mother, (laughs) she is sitting on the other side of me and she's watching these girls and she's sitting there going, yes, it is her. It is her. Yes. Yes, she's on YouTube. And I'm like, mum, what are you doing to me? This was when our channel was just starting to take off. Our viral videos were being shared on like Facebook and on online magazines and they were going viral on um, Instagram and stuff like that. So I didn't I didn't know what these girls actually thought of me. I Yeah, I just, that's a, that's another thing. Yeah. We're, we're very polarizing. Yeah. And um, I was just like I like they might they might be mad at me because I broke the Jeffree Star highlighter. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, anyway, mum and I <laughs> I'll never forgive her for this, but she's like Come over and get a photo, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. And meanwhile, her like ninety-something-year-old nan yeah. who doesn't even know what YouTube is is like, she's what? just sitting there like <laughs> watching this thing, and Mum's taking photos on their phones, and I'm smiling for the camera. And then the girls go off, and I sit down, and my grandmother goes to me, "What just happened?" <laughs> And that was actually, that was the same day that I had to explain to my grandmother in length what my job was. Um, And she was flabbergasted, not impressed. And um, a few months later, I don't know, somehow she got wind of like one of our paychecks for the month. And she was like, oh my God, Hayley, I'm so proud of you making that money. You go girl, do whatever you want. Like, so yeah, that was probably my most awkward and weird experience. experience meeting someone in public three top tips for creators Mm -hmm. either coming from from your experience 
Can I give three and then Haley can give three if she wants? Because oh, I've yeah. thought of three yeah. already. Yeah. Go for it. All right. You have to be persistent and resilient because if you let people try to get you down or stop you from what you're doing, they've won. Mm-hmm. It's a battle. Just, you know, do what you need to do and prove them wrong. So, you know, hate comments or whatever, just rise above it and just keep keep doing it. Tomorrow's a different day. Um, I also think that people like to look at dollar signs, but I think integrity and um, putting out content that you are genuinely proud of and that you can stand behind. And in two years' time, if someone looks back and says, you said this, you'd be like, yes, and I still believe that. You know, like you have to you have to put integrity into your content. Otherwise, what's the point? If you're doing it for a buck, go just go get a job. Um, and then the last one I think is we, we're very, very consistent. We have three videos a week and there's been times where we've both been up until 4am to get that 6am video up because we feel like if we can consistently deliver what we promise, it builds that trust with your audience. And I think that for us is the only thing that keeps us going. So those are the things that I think I've learned from YouTube. Yeah, um, I guess my big ones would be develop a support system early on, Um, make friends in the industry, someone that you can talk to uh, when your video is demonetized or you get a copyright strike or your feelings are hurt because of a comment. Someone who is going to understand. Um, you know, I did mention talk to your mum if you've got no one else, but mum's still not going to understand at the end of the day. She, she'll support you, but you do need someone who will understand uh, the ins and outs of YouTube. So find, find friends in the industry, go to events if you can, um, and actually make like real life friends. They'll be helpful. Um, I think, uh, look, this is going to sound like a a, a shit shit piece of advice. Uh, Avoid burnout. (laughs) And you really, like, you're not going to realise that you're getting burnt out until it's too late, which is kind of hard. But when you realise it's happening, start working more on finding ways to, like, prevent that make it easier on yourself so like we were saying work smarter not harder or try to seek help because the way we sort of helped ourselves was to hire an editor that we you know they might edit one video a week or something and that's just saved us like a whole day yeah it's good it's great uh last thing make content you love Mm. right on good advice awesome well, Kat Haley from Beauty News, thanks for joining us on Thank Creator you so much Generation. For you two have been awesome. Thanks, Ant. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so much fun hanging out with Kat and Haley. It is indeed. They are good value. Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions for Kat and Haley, uh, let us know or use the Creator Generation app. We can get them answered for you. Until next week. Bye. Bye.